Welcome to the Scalar Learning Podcast, your central hub for all things related to education. Join us every episode for the most up-to-date tips and strategies on how to maximize student potential. Sit back, listen, and enjoy. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Scalar Learning Podcast. I am your host, Huzefa, as always. And today, we have a very special guest. Actually, a guest that I'm I'm always excited about my guests. Don't get me wrong. I love everybody that I interview. But this is more of a kindred spirit. And of course, I love YouTube and I love making educational videos, but more than anything, I love making math music videos. If you guys have checked out my channel, you've definitely seen those. And today I've got somebody in that same space, but he makes music, educational music videos about history. So of course, what's coming to mind probably for you guys is Hamilton and his stuff is awesome and very educational. He's had a, a, a many videos that have gone viral and we're going to talk about all that. So his name is Mr. Beat. His name is Matt, but Mr. Beat on YouTube. And he is also a full-time teacher in Kansas. I, and I'm blanking on the city name, but I'm going to have him say it for you guys. Uh, and you guys should definitely check out his YouTube channel. So without further ado, Mr. Beat, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me on. Thank you so much for joining us. So, and can you tell me the name of the school one more time that you teach at? I had it on the tip of my tongue and I lost it. <laughs> yeah, it's Tonganoxie High School. It's in Tonganoxie, Kansas. It's a small town, about 6,000 people, and the school has about 700. But yeah, it's a, I teach American history and economics there. That's my quote-unquote real job and then make these videos on the side. Very cool. And how long have you been teaching for? I've been teaching, for, I always forget, I think it's, uh, this is my eighth year, or yeah, eighth year. Awesome. Cool. I yeah. actually am a new teacher. I taught last year for the first year, and now I'm teaching again this year, and, and oh man, it's awesome. I really enjoy it, but that's great. So tell us, what. how did your channel begin? I see that it started in 2009. What was the impetus? Yeah, I... I, when I, I started uh, student teaching in 2009, and I was just searching for more engaging ways to teach new material for my students and on, on YouTube. I was like, you know, videos, that's what they're watching. The kids are watching YouTube to see if I can find something. And I really couldn't find a whole lot. And so I was like, well, I guess I'll just have to make it on on my own. And so I have a background in journalism. That was my first degree was uh, broadcast journalism, and I also am a musician, and so I just combine those, uh, I, I guess, skills to uh, to make more engaging ways to to teach social studies. And the very first video I ever made was um, about the Compromise of 1850, which is uh, not the most exciting thing for eighth graders to learn about. <laughs> but um, my brother, uh, he. T- sometimes helps me make the videos and he's also in my band. He helped me make the video. It was just goofy and silly. It was just a, meant to be a kind of a different way to teach him about something that's not as exciting. And that was the first educational video I ever made. But back then I had no intention of ever sharing it with anyone other than my actual students in the classroom. And so I made it 
2009, but it wasn't until a couple years later, I was like, well, maybe I'll just make this public for everybody. And quickly I realized that it was actually students outside of my classroom <laughs> that were watching these things uh, more than anything. Um, and I, some of my videos started to do pretty well. And then I also started making songs about the presidents. So that was my first big uh, music project in terms of educational songs. So I have a song about every single American president in history, starting with, I did them in order. So I started with George Washington and then all the way up to the president. My most recent is Barack Obama. I have not made a Donald Trump song because I'm going to wait until his term is up. So, um, but I have songs about all the presidents. And so that's kind of what started me with the music side. And then um, over the years, I've expanded to do all types of videos. I do explainer videos. I do, I had a, a series called Storytime with Mr. Beat, where I just like um, take various world history and American history topics and make those, it kind of turn it into a narrative. And then um, my latest series is uh, Supreme Court Briefs, where I'm covering, you know, Supreme Court cases in American history. One thing that really um, helped my channel a lot was I had a another series about um, the presidential elections. I did a presidential election video for every presidential election in American history. <laughs> I also did that in order. And so that's kind of what made my my channel do a little bit better. But um, I also have parody songs and original songs. Like I have original songs about World War I, um, the three branches of government. Um, then I have parody songs. Uh, like the, the last parody song I just posted last week is um, it's about the Great Migration. Mm. Um, so African-Americans moving up north uh, during the middle of the 20th century. And um, I did it to the tune of Marky Mark and Funky Bunches, Good Vibrations. Oh, that's <laughs> so, awesome. It was fun, yeah. So, so you have you have I, over ten thousand subscribers. Did that happen? Has that just sort of gradually built up, or did that happen more recently? How how did that come about? It, it's more gradual. Like there was a couple things that made it um, kind of spike up a little bit. Like I had a the day before election day uh, for last November, so the election of the last presidential election. Um, I did a ask me anything on Reddit. And so I said, Hey, I just got done making a, a video about every single American presidential election. Ask me anything. And that actually got me like it, it got to the front page. And so I think it got me 1500, uh, new subscribers like in one day. So that was crazy. Wow. That is awesome. I mean, your stuff yeah. is great. I think one of the challenges for anybody starting out or for all YouTubers really is the, the toughest thing is you, you have to have good content first before people are going to, I mean, you have that part down because I guess your musical background and you, you know how to make good videos. So that, that, that part's done for you. And then I'm sure now it's going to continue to grow as the word continues to get out, but it's great. I've seen your, I've seen some of your, president songs and i think i watched the, the this was a a week or two weeks ago when i watched a bunch of your videos but they're awesome I, I really enjoy them i definitely encourage anybody out there listening who wants to learn history in a fun way to to check out mr beat so why i want to know what why do you think because i know you have to believe like me that music is such a powerful educator especially through these music videos that are fun and, and interesting but why do you think or from your it, from your experience, why is it such a powerful tool 
Why does it click with the brain? Well, first of all, thank you for the kind words. That was very nice of you. Uh, but second of all, um, yeah, music is the most powerful way to learn anything um, by far. Like, very few people don't like music. I mean, and even if you don't like music, you can't escape it. Like, it's, <laughs> it is always there. And I'll just give you an example. Like, um, I had a student when I used to teach seventh grade, and um, this was probably four or five years ago. And she came up to me and she says, I just have, I've always had a hard time remembering history because there's just so much memorization. Like there's so many new things to remember, you know? And so I said, well, well, you know, isn't your favorite group one direction? Cause at the time they were really big and she really liked them. I knew that. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah. And I, I said, well, you, you've memorized all the lyrics to their songs, haven't you? And she's like, well, yeah. Uh, and I'm like, okay, well, if, I, if you can memorize that, then you can memorize this stuff and maybe I can help you with some music. And it doesn't even have to be good music, but there's that the uh, the point of me bringing that up is two things. One, people remember stuff because it means something to them. And two, um, people remember stuff easier when basically it sticks in their head. It just sticks to their brain. It will not get out of the brain. And what we know about music is whether it wants to be there or not, it will stick to your brain. It will, I know that's not a very scientific way to put it, but um, you know, you, if you have a catchy jingle, like think about those commercial, those local commercials. I'm not sure where, sure where you live, but they always have these little jingles to kind of get you to me- remember like the name of their company. Um, that jingles are powerful. That's evidence that music will help you learn new material. That's otherwise not going to be easy to remember. And so I even like say, there's a lot of teachers out there that rap, like, you know, they, um, or they encourage the students to rap honestly i have more success with my songs when it's it's a a melody because a melody is more likely to just stick around in your head and you can't get it out um and so i try to do more of that but but yeah just putting it to a beat simply i mean it's I've, i've seen research on it like there are studies that show that you remember stuff sometimes 10 times more um if you uh, remember it to a song as opposed to just being it being heard verbally. I think I think it was one. If I remember correctly, that there's several studies that back this up. How much more effective music is now in the if, classroom? Have you ever thought about, let's say, the AP History test? Have you ever thought about making an a song or a, uh, would be a series of songs? I suppose that would cover all the material on that test. Yes, and that's actually one of my goals is to eventually get, I mean, they take a lot of time, as you know, <laughs> you make them yourself. So, um, and I find that um, I've been, I, I do original songs and parody songs, and the original songs tend to be, take twice as long as the, um, as the parody. And so I think uh, little by little, I've been trying to do that, like, because I, I actually teach American history, so that's what I focus on lately. But I, I've done a little bit of world history as well, but I think, I mean, I know the standards anyway, like for across the country, mo- most of them are somewhat similar to the A-push um, standards. So um, what I'm, I, I usually try to do is I start with uh, the ones that are harder for them to remember. Like that Compromise of 1850 uh, video that I talked about a little while ago, I actually had a jingle in there um, that I sang. And like it was simple, 
but it did stick in their heads and it kind of helped them associate um, what that meant. And so I think, uh, yeah, like that's <laughs> the, the good news is there are other teachers that do what I do in terms of um, specifically history songs. So I want to give a shout out to Mr. Betts, who does this more than anybody. He has parody songs for basically all the major topics already for a push. Like, I mean, there's a, the minor topics aren't covered. He still hasn't covered everything, but if you go to Mr. Betts page, like he has American history's curriculum, pretty, pretty down. Have you heard of Mr. Betts? Uh, you know what? I saw him. I, I haven't checked out his channel, but I only saw him because I think he's on your page as a recommended channel, like Mr. Betts class or something. So I haven't yeah, looked at his stuff, yeah. but, but so if you recommend that, <laughs> I'll definitely check it out. Definitely. Yeah. He's uh we work together sometime. We we actually have a collaboration coming up next month. So oh, very cool. Yeah, and we were talking. Maybe we can do some sort of a collaboration because if we can find a synergy between history and math, or maybe the, like I, you know, I just made a video last year uh, in March. Uh, you know, National Pie Day is is March fourteenth, and mm-hmm. so I made a video or I made a whole song about pie and that was kind of like a merger between history and actually explaining the number because I had to, I went through how it was discovered and everything and then and I actually got hit in the face by three of my students with they each during each course they came and nailed me in the face with a pie which was really fun but that was uh, <laughs> that was a blast awesome. to make yeah so what do you and and I think it's so great Especially as you get some of the, like you mentioned, the compromise of 1850, things that may not intrinsically, for not every, some kids might find it fascinating, but maybe for the ones that is not so likely to be as engaging, then you throw in this added element and this added bit of fun, and then now you've got something that's engaging and then it sticks. And it's, I think it's so powerful. Do you find that, it, I know you have, you have you know ten, tens of thousands of, of subscribers and all these people. What about, do, you know, how often do you bring these videos in and assign them for homework to your kids or play them in class? How does that work? Well, I, yeah, they, my own students, my IRL students, students in real life, um, they do get sick of my videos, honestly. It's kind of weird, <laughs> but yeah, I think they do get sick of my, <laughs> get sick of my face. So I was like, oh, you, this guy again, can't escape him. Um, but at the same time, I think they, um, they think it's secretly cool. And sometimes I'll perform them live. Like uh, last year I performed my song Harry Truman live for him. And then uh, there's another one that I did. Uh, was oh bill clinton i have a bill clinton song when we went about him um and then you know so i'll like a lot of times the music will just i'll play for the whole class but my other videos my explainer videos i will have them um they they all have chromebooks now at my school and so it's more student-centered so there's a website called edpuzzle that i use where i can incorporate higher level questions for them to answer as they watch the video and that's kind of a, a good way to kind of flip your classroom in class, like, so that I can go around and still help them. Um, but as far as, like, the effect of, like, my students coming back to me and saying what they enjoy the most, it is it always comes back to the, the music. I mean, and these are high schoolers. These are juniors and sophomores. And you'd think they would be too cool for that by, by age. <laughs> but, th- but they actually like it. Like, um, I had a couple students from last year. They approached me um, – this year they're seniors now and they said the the most favorite thing that i did the whole year that they enjoyed was i did a parody of drake's uh hotline bling and it was about the causes of world war ii and i uh 
I dressed up as Hitler in the video, which is probably to poor taste, but, but they, 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 it was funny. So like I had a little piece of tape as a Hitler mustache. Cause, um, cause you know, like I was singing about him. So, um, but they, they just loved that. And they said that was actually, they actually went, they shared it with their friends on social media. They watched it multiple times at home and like shared their, with their parents that, that that to me in a nutshell is why I do that because like they don't even know they don't even realize they're learning I trick them so that, that's the goal to trick them into learning that's that's interesting and so and the kids that I work with are like the the class that I teach is sixth grade so I'm lucky in that they don't actually they're not they're not at that stage yet for the most part where they're too cool or where I have that but that's awesome that you got the older kids and get get them involved and I like to always involve my kids in the videos do you do you ever give your kids like guest appearances or even maybe like throw down a verse or something like that yes um as a matter of fact that song I just mentioned the hotline bling parody that was written by my two former students they wrote the lyrics ah, and i okay. said the best that was an assignment that was a class assignment and i said the most uh the best one will get extra credit and i will turn it into a music video and you'll be famous on youtube <laughs> <laughs> that's and then so I had cool another, yeah and i had another song where i you know you always got to be careful because sometimes parents got to sign off on them you posting them on youtube but Yep. I, I had at least uh, one other video where students were actually in the video when I filmed the music video. So, yeah, that's yeah, that's they that's, love that. That's always been a lot of fun, and I kind of just let the kids do. I'm just like, do whatever you want, just jump around, dance, have fun, and they kind of. It's it's interesting because I feel like if I involve adults, they they need more direction. But with kids, you just kind of tell them to just do whatever and they, they're very natural with it and and it brings a lot of good energy so that's really cool and so what can we expect let's say in the next few months like what what are some big things that to people to be could be on the lookout if they're checking out your channel well i'm trying one of my goals is to make more music because i kind of the past year or so i kind of got um caught up with the, these other series that people were watching um so yeah more parody songs more original music um most of them will be American history related, but I do teach economics, so I'm going to dive into economics a little bit. There's a lot of economic songs already out there um, because there was this teacher, I think from the University of Georgia or somewhere in Georgia, that had this big um, project where uh, students made parody songs about economics. So, um, But yeah, so more of that. And then just continuing my Supreme Court briefs series is the, the latest project, um, because I'm going to be teaching government in the future anyway. So um, Supreme Court briefs, like that's, I've noticed that Supreme Court cases often get glossed over and the students don't find them that interesting usually. Um, and so I, I'm I'm trying to put more effort into like turning, making them more, um, turning it into like a, a story, like in terms of, I want you to be connected with this character who's affected by this, you know, as opposed to like, oh, well, this is how the Supreme Court interpreted this law and, um, basically make Supreme Court cases more accessible to kids so, I think, and everybody. Adults too. I get a lot of adults that watch my channel. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. I th- and I went to, I used to be an attorney before I started working in education. So we, you know, obviously have gone through and read many, many, many cases, uh, Supreme Court cases in law school, but they are super fascinating if you, if you 
if you look at them from the historical standpoint, especially like the big cases historically that have shaped how we treat each other and how we, how the interactions between the federal government and state government, there's a lot of fascinating details and elements that I think, as opposed to, I know in law school, there's a lot of emphasis on, okay, how does it relate back to the language of the constitution? How does everything fit together? Uh, and how do we defend things and et cetera? How do we argue that this should be changed from a constitutional basis? And I think that can get a little nitty gritty potentially, but when you look at the story elements, as far as what was happening in the country at the time, what were the judges trying to change? Like that, that's any, that's accessible to anybody. And that's so fascinating. Absolutely. Yeah. So maybe I could get some advice for you on that series too, since you have that flaw background. Yeah. I'd love to chat about it. And so let's definitely, and we'll definitely talk about doing some sort of a math history hybrid music video, which would be a blast. Uh, I'll, we'll have to think about that some more. All right. So all right, if people want to yeah. find you on YouTube, they go and they search for Mr. Beat, or is there a faster way to find you? Yeah, that's the fastest way to search Mr. Beat. It's not Mr. Beast. Apparently, that's another YouTuber who's really big. It's just, just B-E-A-T. <laughs> All right. So, guys, check that out. And Mr. Beat, thank you so much. Or Matt, thank you so much for, for joining us today. It was a blast. Uh, the conversation was a blast. And, guys, if you haven't done so yet, make sure to subscribe to the podcast. We drop podcasts every week, every Monday. So make sure that you're getting your podcast on a weekly basis, subscribe to the podcast and please subscribe to our mailing list at scalarlearning.com. Also, if you want to check out the show notes and read about uh, read about Matt, Beatmaster Matt, uh, you can go to my, uh, also go to the webpage Scalar Learning and check out the show notes in the podcast section. And make sure to check out our YouTube channel as well. Just go to YouTube and search for Scalar Learning and you can see all of our latest videos, live streams every Wednesday and new math music videos once a month. Thank you guys so much much for joining and i'll see you guys next time take it easy